yo, what's going on? It's Berg, plant-based professor, aka the plant-based politician, aka the plant-based po- prophet. Listen, man, I just want to talk to y'all today. I want to talk to all my black folks, African Americans, Africans, wherever you are. If you got some melanin in your skin, I want to talk to you because right now we're facing a uh, very troubling times where we're, we're getting diseases that are preventable. We're getting diseases that we don't need to get. Listen to me. Back in the days, yes, our ancestors did some amazing shit. They took the scraps and turned them into magic. They made magic happen with absolutely nothing. And that was what we had to do back then. But nowadays, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to do that. See, I'm coming to you today, and it's in in a very somber mood. I may not sound like it, but it's because I'm passionate about this. It's a very somber mood because I just lost someone near and dear to me. One of my best friends in the world just lost his father. He was like a second father to me. And I see how our people continue to eat. And it just maddens me. And it saddens me. And it saddens me more than anything because I know that if we all just took a step back and at least gave it a try, try to do better, we would do damage here. If we all came together and we all ate better, exercised, do you understand how devastating that would be for these people out here who don't want us to win? I don't think y'all understand where we come from. See, I hopped on this podcast right now and I didn't even know what I was going to say. So I'm just letting the words flow right now. But I don't think y'all understand where we come from. I don't think you understand that our people came here and they had absolutely nothing. And of those people came us. So it's our duty to do right by them. They survived, they prospered, and if they saw the bullshit that was going on nowadays in the streets, the bullshit that we're putting in our body when we don't have to, they would be absolutely mad at us. There's no way we should be doing this, y'all. So I want y'all to take a step back. I want y'all to just think about it for a second. And I want you to try. I want you to try to do better. I want us to try to do better as a people. I know myself, I could do better. I'm a fat vegan, fat plant-based Uh, eater, if you will. So, I understand that I can do better. Yes, I need to exercise. So, I'm not absolving myself of any wrongdoings and saying, oh, no, I'm better than anybody just because I eat plant-based. No. I'm saying us as a people, we need to come together. We need to eat better. We need to exercise better. We need to be better with our finances. We need to start getting things so that we can pass them down to our our kids, our children. And they can pass it down to their children. We need to start making up this gap. Instead of complaining about it, let's get out here and do something about it. 
instead of sitting back and saying, oh, well, this person is white and they had a better chance and they had a they, they had more access to, to X, Y, and Z. No, fuck that. Get off your ass and do something about it. How about you start grinding for yourself? How about you get up off your ass and figure out what your passion is and then go do it? I cook. That's what I do. So, But I also have a job, a nine to five. But you know what I do on my off days? I'm cooking. You know what I do in my downtime? I'm either cooking or I'm putting together strategies. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm researching. I'm coming up with new ideas. These are all things that I'm doing on my downtime. I'm at work and I'm coming up with ideas. I'm on my off day and I'm coming up with ideas, but I'm also, I'm also cooking. I'm catering. But that's because that's my passion and I'm doing it. I'm living it. I used to be someone who would complain all the time also. But you know what? Complaining gets you absolutely nowhere. So cut that shit out. Get off your ass. Do something. Get the wheels in motion, y'all. There's absolutely no reason why us as a people can't do more. There's absolutely re no reason why as a people we don't have things to pass down to our children. Why is it that we're starting with such a gap as far as finances are concerned? It's because we are not teaching and showing and proving to these kids that yes, it can be done. Yes, people of people of your same complexion, people that look like you are out here doing it. And not just those famous ones you see for rapping and playing sports, but there's also people out here that are chefs. There's also people out here that are motivational speakers. Like Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. I love everything about that man and what he, what he stands for. I do, because he's out here grinding, and he's not letting bullshit hold him down. It's time for us as a people to come together. It's time for us as a people to start passing things down to our children. And it's time for us as a people, honestly, to get educated. Let's get educated, ladies and gentlemen. So with that, I want to conclude my first podcast, my first thoughts. So it's your boy Berg, the hip-hop politician, excuse me, the plant-based politician, plant-based preacher, plant-based professor, plant-based prophet. Love y'all. I appreciate y'all time. And I'm out. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? boy, Berg, plant-based politician, the plant-based professor. Listen, I'm driving home right now and I was inspired and touched to come out and talk to y'all. Got my son in the back sleep. Uh, man, listen, really what I wanted to talk about is the fact that I'm thoroughly convinced that 
At this point in time in my life, I'm 34 years old. I was born November 3rd, 1983. And listen, all of this right here, side note, all of this right here is not scripted. I haven't written anything down. I've been listening to uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crushing It, because I just listened to Crush It, which was absolutely amazing. And now I'm listening to Crushing It. And it just inspired me and touched me and wanted me to uh, come talk to y'all. So that's what I'm doing right now. So excuse the sounds of the cars and everything like that. Anyways, back to what I was saying. So I'm thoroughly convinced that at this point in my life, at 34 years of age, I would have either A, been dead, or B, had a disease that would have been irre irreversible because of the way I was eating. So, before I went vegan, May 17th of 2017 is when the day that I decided to go vegan and I haven't looked back. I've never been tempted or anything like that. And I'll just give you a little bit of backstory, the reason why I went vegan. So, I was quote-unquote raised vegetarian, however, I snuck and ate meat every chance I could. My grandparents, all of my family pretty much lived back east, New Jersey and Philly. And every time I would go back there, uh, shit, I would go down, down the street to McDonald's and get McDonald's. I would go, when I went over, and, and, and my uncles and them knew it, they would give me money to go get McDonald's, honestly. And even out here in California, where I'm from, Sacramento, California, what up? Um, I would go over my homeboy's crib and... I would eat hamburgers, I would eat meat, I would just eat the way that I thought was appropriate, the way that I thought everyone ate. And um, so basically, continued to eat meat for as long as I wanted to, ended up getting caught in, in high school, uh, just give you the story of that because it was pretty funny. So. One of my best friends, so we got the 916 click, and uh, that's just me and a bunch of my homeboys that I came up with, and a few of us, and a few that actually were adopted into the click. Um, you know, Clem, what up? You know, from East Orange, New Jersey. You know, uh, Vaughn was good. I know you wasn't around forever, but hey, you're part of us now. Jason Baldwin, man, you my dude, love you. Adam Gibbs, you're definitely from the 916, was happening. And, uh, but the original 916 click was myself, Ian Cardi, and uh, Jason Randolph, and Raymond Gastonell. And uh, then we adopted on what we, we quote unquote put on. Uh, Landon Jackson, that's my guy, uh, my dude who's right now doing some time, and hopefully we. We, uh, we will see him home soon. And we also then put in the click Ian Brown. Yes, my name is Ian, and yes, his name is Ian. And no, we are not brothers. People have asked us that. No. So, Ian Brown, my dude, was good. Um, Marjani Jackson, 
that is Landon Jackson's brother and bit older brother and uh, definitely like an older brother to the clique also Augustus Nicola that is again that's Marjani Jackson's best friend so these are the people in the clique and these are the people that I grew up with and we've all pretty much eaten the same I mean just to give you a little bit of backstory myself Raymond which we call Milo so I'll call him Milo from now on but myself Milo and Jason Randolph used to ride our bikes to Taco Bell around the corner and go dummy you know what I mean like I mean dummy and because I had been quote-unquote raised a vegetarian I was eating bean and cheese burritos but I was still mess with these chalupas and these double dip tacos Mexi-Melts Mexican pizza you know so anyways back to what I was saying in high school I went to high school with myself uh, Ian Brown was there Landon Jackson was there so Ian we called Buddha Landon we called Tummy so we'll just get those out the way that way I can go ahead and use the names that I'm comfortable with so Buddha was there Tummy was there and then myself and I was actually eating so my nickname is Burger if y'all didn't know but I got it because I got caught eating meat and it wasn't a hamburger so I'm, the story I'm about to tell you is exactly so anyways so there's all of us there our parents used to take turns giving us uh, rides to work I mean to school excuse me uh, so on this particular day my parents actually happened to give us a ride to school myself Ian, Buddha and Tommy and in the car my mom told Tommy boy don't forget that boat cause Tommy hey listen the Jacksons <laughs> when I tell you they're known for being a tad bit um, let's call it slower than everybody else not mentally but their step is slower so Tommy and Bump, that's Marjani's name, Landon's, Jack, Landon's brother, uh, Tummy's brother, if you will. So, Tummy and Bump came out, and Tummy, actually Bump was gone, Tummy, Bump didn't come with us. So, Tummy actually came out, and he was still eating breakfast. And my mom told him, don't forget your bowl in our car. Okay, I want Mrs. Cardi. Boom, we get to and my sisters actually went to the middle school, which was attached to the high school. So, anyways, back into the story. We get to the school, we all get out, we go get breakfast. Now my get down was to go get breakfast, which was ham and cheese, all on a bagel, sliced in half. You know what I mean? That was that was that was my get down. So we go get out the car go get breakfast and I'm chilling there and just as soon as I'm about to put the first bite in my mouth who walks through the door but my mom with 
tummies over. So literally, I had the sandwich to my mouth. I opened both hands immediately, let the sandwich fall into our little paper boat. Y'all remember the paper boats from high school? And I slid it to tummy, and I said, yo, take that, take that, don't say nothing. Literally, those are the words I'm on my mouth. Hey, take that. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, so he's like, what are you talking? And then I see my mom. So I already know my mom is a special breed. So I stood up, walked over to her because I didn't want her to go off on me in front of everybody. I walk over to her and she's like, what? I'm not going to go off. And she saw me about to eat the meat. Sorry, that was my car. Uh, so, we go outside, we talk. And that's how I got caught eating meat. And that's how, essentially, I got the name, nickname Burger. And long story short, turn. <laughs> I actually had to write a, a, a report, a paper, on the pros and cons of eating meat. So... I say all that to say, you would have thought that maybe I would have learned back then, or that I would have done something back then, but no. I wasn't educated properly, and I can say that for sure, and definitely take responsibility for the fact that I was not educated uh, properly. Um, my parents definitely uh, will shoulder some of the blame, because... The education that was given to me was basically, boy, you want to eat what, what we tell you to eat instead of this is why. And in hindsight, which is always 2020, I guess I could have understood why we were eating that way if I would have actually done the reports, but I didn't. So, anyways, that's neither here nor there. I digress. Let's move on. I'm thoroughly convinced that I would have been dead or had some kind of irreversible disease because I was I had high blood pressure. And when I say high blood pressure, I'm talking about like 160 over 101. 155 over 102, 103. So my shit was high. Not only that, I was pre-diabetic. Basically, went to the doctors, they told me, look, you're at risk for diabetes. These are your numbers. And this range is where we call it pre-diabetic. Not only that, I just didn't feel good. So, May 17th, 2017. Actually, let's rewind just a couple months earlier. February 24th. 2017, I will never forget the day in my life. I was at work. I worked 6 to 2 that day. Literally, I go in and I put in for what's called unanticipated vacation so that I can leave work early. I want to leave at 12 because it's a Friday. And I'm like, I don't want to leave at 2 and get caught up in traffic driving from San Ramon, California to Sacramento, California because from the 680 to the 80 it is absolutely ridiculous on a Friday so 
I put in for an unanticipated vacation, 12 o'clock, I'm leaving at about 11.15, my supervisor walks up to me, Olga was her name, and she says, hey, I know you put in for UV, unanticipated vacation, but are you sure you don't want to stay and stay till 10? I thought about it for a second. I said, you know what? Nah, I'm going to go home because I already have my mind wrapped around going home. But, Olga, if you need me to work anything for you next week, I will. I go home. My wife gets off her job at about 530. She gets to the house at about 6. Our son actually had uh, a uh, nasal infection, I believe it was. Basically, had a bunch of mucus, and he was taking antibiotics. And um, so my wife was like, oh, she was talking on the phone with her friend, and Shereza, and she said, I'm going to give him his meds. Plopped him down on the bed. She sat on the bed. Excuse my car again. She sat on the bed, and her speech slurred as she was talking to her friend. I was actually in the bathroom at the time, standing at the sink, I think washing my hands. I believe I was washing my hands. And I heard her speech slur. Something just didn't seem right to me. So I looked out and I called her name, Cinnamon. Cinnamon, and she didn't answer. And so then I ran over and the look on my wife's face, she was uh, having a seizure at the moment. And so I proceeded to call 911. I ended up doing CPR on her. Long story short, Tur, she was in the hospital. She died about four times, I think it was, four or five times. They, they had to shock her back to life. Um, excuse me. She was pregnant with our twins that we currently have now, the beautiful babies, and um, had to shock her back to life four or five times. And um, she went to the hospital. She was in there from February. And being the fighter and the, the extremely strong woman and queen that she is, she fought for exactly what she wanted for, which was to be home for our son's first birthday. We, <laughs> we have an older son, uh, he's two now. At the time he was, uh, what, February, uh, 10 months. So she wanted to be home for his first birthday. And so she fought and fought and fought, and she got home. And she also wanted to be home for our, our oldest daughter's high school graduation. So she fought. She got home for our oldest daughter's graduation. She got home for our son's first birthday. And during that time, I actually saw, I, like I said, I was already eating what I call quote-unquote healthy. Fish, lean chicken. I tried to stay away from the fried stuff, but I had it every now and again, and a lot of veggies, and so, um, 
during that time, I saw a movie called What the Health. And what's good about myself is that I look at things and I hear things and I'm like, okay. But I like to go do the research myself on everything that I hear. So, I watched What the Health. And I looked at it and I said, this is crazy. But it's also written from one side, let me go do the research. When I went and did the research, what I found was even more incredible. It was, like I said, I know people that have cancer right now. I know people that have died from cancer right, you know, on the day that I'm making this right now. Uh, today is Sunday on the Thursday that just passed, I, went, I was at a funeral for uh, Father Jackson. Rest in peace. I love you. Uh, Bump and Tommy's dad passed away from uh, cancer, pancreatic cancer. And um, the American Cancer Society, I went and did my research. The American Cancer Society is sponsored by companies whose foods directly link to cancer. That's just incredible to me. But then I started to I started to wonder why. And I started to look and I said, "Oh. Okay. I'm sorry if y'all can hear my son in the background. He's starting to wake up a little bit, but just waiting for this green light and he'll go back to sleep." So, I look at the American Cancer Society and a bunch of other societies, the American Heart Association. I mean, there's a bunch of them. So, they're sponsored by companies whose foods directly cause the problems that they're trying to fight. But then you also look and say, oh, they're sponsored by the pharmaceutical companies whose medicines, quote unquote, apparently fight these diseases also. So because I had my one-year-old, or yes, my one-year-old at the time, and twins on the way, I just said to myself, I don't want them to get caught up in the system, in the bullshit. So I really made the switch for them initially. And went vegan, didn't look back. I didn't care about anything else except for the fact that my kids were going to go vegan and be vegan, be raised vegan, so that, or, I'm sorry, let's call it plant-based, because I know a lot of vegans get upset when you talk about things like honey, or you wear Timberlands that, you know, you already had, and you're supposed to throw out your Timberland. so anyways, I veer off subject, so, I didn't want my, sis, my kids to get caught up in the system and the, the bullshit, so... I went vegan or plant-based and to this day it's been the best decision that I've ever made in my life. It has been the best decision that I've ever made in my life. I feel amazing. My high blood pressure is no more. My aches and pains that I had are no more. 
I am no longer pre-diabetic. Uh, I'm actually my range is actually completely lower. Like I don't have to worry about it at all. And my energy has been phenomenal. And I've been able to do things like work out without the normal fatigue of working out. Before when I worked out, even when I was quote-unquote eating healthy with the lean chicken and the fish and veggies and everything, I would still get to a point where, damn, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. I, that doesn't happen to me now. I went to the gym the other day and I did my first 15 minutes on incline of 7.5 and then I did another 15 minutes on an incline of 10 all at speed 3 and I walked out of the gym feeling amazing so what I'm saying to you is you need to get on this plant-based life. You need to at least try it. I don't care. Like, listen, you say chicken is too good, or I can't give up this, or I can't give up that. That's lazy and that's bullshit. If you truly care about yourself, and if you truly care about the health and wealth of those around you, you'll do it. Listen, meat, dairy, all of the animal products are going nowhere. There's too big of a market and too many lazy fucking people that just will not give it up. So, just try it. Try it for a month. If you can't try it for a month, try it for two weeks. See how your body thanks you. See how your mind thinks you. You gain clarity. Literally, in December of 2017, I said, okay, I'm going to give up most, like, pretty much, I'm trying to give up all processed food. So, potato chips are hard for me because that's, uh, that was my vice even before I stopped eating meat. So, right now, potato chips are very, 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 very hard to get up, give up, but... I'm working on that, and I'm doing more and more every day and every week. Eventually, they'll be gone. Now, what I'm saying is, give it up. Give up meat, give up dairy, give up animal products for one month. If you can't do it for a month, do it for two weeks, and your body will thank you. So in December, I gave up processed foods. The majority of processed foods, my mental clarity ascended to heights that I didn't even realize were possible. And what's crazy and scary to think about is, but it's scary in a good way, is the fact that my brain and my mental clarity is going to ascend to heights that I've never even seen before, even far beyond what they, it is now. I stopped using the word nigga. I, yes, I'm a black man. I stopped using the N-word because you know what? 
That's not what the hell we are. We are kings and queens, and we come from a country that is riddled with beautiful history and civilization, and we need to conduct ourselves as such. So I stopped using the N-word. I, I mean, my, my drive and my focus went from what I thought was a thousand to what is really a thousand, which I guess in my old mind would have been 10 million. And I still have so much further to go. Listen, my aches and pains are gone. I'm able to work out. I'm able to move around. I'm able to play with my kids and keep up with my child. My kid is two years old and he is a vegan. And when I tell you that people get him and watch him and they say this guy is active and some people cannot keep up with him, I can. I wake up in the morning and I am ecstatic. I am happy. I am absolutely delighted to see his face when he walks in the room and says, Daddy, I want Nana. He wants a banana. Like, listen, when I give my kid avocado and he eats it straight from the damn fruit itself, I am ecstatic. Listen, because I know that I'm raising my child right and he ain't missing out on nothing. You hear me? So, Listen, and I'm willing to put my son up against any child ever. Your kid eats meat. Your kid eats dairy. All of that other bullshit. Bring your kid. I guarantee you. My child will outrun, outplay, outwork your child. Because my child is strong. My child is powered by plants. This is the mini plant-based politician. The mini plant-based professor. You know what I mean? I fancy myself a silverback. Because I feel like that's the strongest animal alive. Like, you're talking about a silverback gorilla. This is my mini-back. And I will put my mini back up against anyone's child and watch him destroy them. And it's a friendly competition, so I don't mean in any kind of negative way. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you that my child will outrun and outplay yours. Listen, I know people with cancer. I've seen people with cancer. I've seen them unfortunately pass away from cancer. I've also seen all of these people's diets. All of them included animal product. All of them included dairy. There's something to this, y'all. There's something to it. If you don't take my word for it, go do some damn research. Go fucking do research. Do not take my, as a matter of fact, forget if you take my word. Do not take my word for it. Go do the research yourself and understand and see why it is better to live a plant-based life. And listen to me. Here's what I don't think y'all understand. I weigh 350 pounds. <clears throat> you hear me? When I first started, I was 370 
I lost 50 pounds immediately. So I was 320. You hear me? I picked up 30 of it because, well, honestly, when my twins were born, I pretty much went into a shell and in the house and wasn't able to work out. And I was being super protective of my wife because she had just gotten home from the hospital. I mean, all excuses, yes, but shit. I live with it. That's what it is. I'm 350 pounds, and I guarantee you, come holla at me. Guarantee you, I will. Some of y'all been training from training and training and training. I may not outwork you, but I guarantee you, I'll work, I, I will outwork 70% of y'all that come at me. But I'm a fat vegan. I'm a fat plant-based person. You hear what I'm saying to you? And I'm okay with that right now. I'm working to get better. I'm working to not be fat. I'm working to make sure that, yes, that my weight health and my mental health match that of my diet health. For sure. For sure. Y'all got to understand something, though. Each and every one of y'all are capable of doing this. I'm nothing special. I'm nothing special. I'm no one special. But all of y'all are capable of doing this. Living this. Getting better. Be someone that other people strive to be. I listen to Eric Thomas. He's the number one motivational speaker in the world. I listen to Gary Vee. Listen to Gary Vee's books. Like, listen. All of these people have cracked the code. None of these people are vegan. But I listen to them and it helps me along my plant-based journey. Okay? It helps me along my plant-based journey because I... I get inspired. I get inspired when Eric tells the world how he was homeless for two years. How it took him 12 years to get a four-year degree. I get inspired when Gary Vee talks about how both his parents, both his grandfathers went to jail for being Jewish and they came to America and he took and flipped a $4 million business into a $50 million business in eight years. Listen, man. This shit is out there and readily accessible for all of us to do. Stop being fools. Get up off y'all ass. Do something. I am. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sure that my kids and my kids' kids and their kids' 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 kids don't have to fucking do nothing if they didn't want to. But I guarantee you that the work ethic and not the drive is going to be instilled in all of them. Listen, man, I got one message for y'all, and I'm going to repeat this message from here to the fucking moon. The average male, first of all, there are more men on this planet Earth than there are women. There are 50.4% males. So there are, and this is as of 2016, I'm giving y'all old numbers because I don't know the numbers from 2018. 
7.442 billion. 50% of them are male. We're just going to go with a solid 50% and 7 billion. Which means that 3.5 billion people are male, right? So when you take 3.5 billion and you multiply that by 190 million, I believe that that's 665 trillion, if you will, So, the average male carries 40 to 300 million sperm per liter. Let's just say when you ejaculate, you ejaculate one liter. Listen, man. Or let's, I mean, let's not even say that. Look, let's just say there's two. Let's just say that there's, it doesn't even matter, 40 to 300 million. We're not even going to get into the, let's just say all the 40 to 300 million. I'm going to settle in the middle at 190 million. Every fucking person on this earth is one of 190 million. Do you understand how special you are? Not only are you one of 190 million, but males are a physical creature. Every male that is of ejaculation age has masturbated, gotten rid of kids. So do you realize how many gazillions of people that could have been born and you are here? You need to shut your mouth. I don't give a damn about no kind of nothing that you got going on. Nothing. You are one of 190 million and more so you are one of 500 trillion 100 billion million trillion I, whatever the fucking number is because when you're talking about people that ejaculate every single day every minute of every hour of every day there is someone ejaculating and not ejaculating to impregnate but ejaculating just because so the fact that you are here you need to shut up stand up and do shut up Stand up and do. That means shut your mouth, stand the hell up, stick your chest out, and do what the hell you are meant for, which is to be great. Be great. Until next time, man, listen. I need y'all to understand one thing. I love everybody that's listening to this. I'm humbled, and I appreciate everything and everyone that's listening but I need y'all to be great. Be the love that you want to see. When I say that, I mean be basically treat others how you want to be treated. That's the long and the short of everything. Be the love that you want to see in this world. I love y'all. I'm the plant-based politician, the plant-based professor, 
My name is Berg, a.k.a. Well, not even a.k.a. My real name is Ian Cardi. My nickname is Berg or Burger. So if you stream me in the streets, call me whatever you want. Berg, Burger, Ian, plant-based politician, plant-based professor. Until the next time, I love y'all and I'm out. Thank you. Thank you very much. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast